0: G'day, I'm Rupert Murdoch. I used to run this little podcast called Staggering Stories until it was closed down by the Press Complaints Commission. Anyway, I got round that by introducing this one called Staggering Stories on Sunday. Um,
1: uh, don't we publish on Sundays anyway? Oh, truth. Here, here's a check for 150000 Oh, thank you. Time to
0: kangaroo down, sport, time to down, time down. welcome welcome to this the latest staggering stories podcast brimming with the usual rapier sharp wit and febrile humor i I'm, think he's thinking of some other podcast Must be. Yeah. Mm, yeah anyway enough of that anyway i'm crumbly i'm adam
1: i'm gene and i am the second coming well i was gonna say merely keith but if you want bless the, you mostly. the sloppy what <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, you go forth and multiply.
0: <laughs> 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 Unfortunately, mm. we
1: have no fake no Keith. No fake so Keith. Mm. I am merely
0: Keith. Ah, mm. The merest Keith. I. Mm. Anyway, without further ado, more open than Rupert Murdoch's checkbook, it's the news with El Presidente.
2: Woo!
1: Woo! Oh, sorry. Ooh.
3: Doctor Who news. The Doctor and the Ponds are back. filming kicks off the long-awaited new episodes of Doctor Who. A BBC press release has this to say on the matter. Prepare yourselves for thrills, adventures, and dramatic
0: surprises as the show builds towards its enormous, ooh, climactic, ooh. 50th anniversary year, 14 big blockbuster ooh. movie episodes, each a brand new epic adventure featuring new monsters and some familiar foes if you've never seen them
1: before. Um, mm. I think he's still channeling Rupert Murdoch.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, John Major.
1: Oh, John Major. Oh, John, son. Yeah.
3: Well, it was the, ooh, and, ah, <laughs> Mrs. Mason. Yes, exactly. Anyway, uh, presumably one of these will be the 2012 Christmas special. But it's difficult to see how they can stretch these 14 episodes out over 12 months. The 12 months between Autumn 2012 and Autumn 2013 for the 50th anniversary. Will we have a new set of episodes by the twenty third November, twenty thirteen?
0: Who knows? Or will Matt
3: Smith still be around for those? Ooh, I don't know. These and many other questions will be answered in twenty thirteen. Talking of such things, Karen Gillan said this of her fine exit: "I called Stephen Moffat and basically told him roughly
0: when I wanted to go. He told me where the story was at and where it was going, and we kind of together came up with it." Stephen Moffat comes up with some endless amazing ideas. Anyway, but I wanted to make sure I went out on a high. There's just something quite nice and appealing about that to me. I don't know; it just felt right. I like to go on the instinct,
3: Jimmy. Is any New York hotel corridor can attest? <laughs> 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 yes,
0: and the towel slipped off. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, we don't know. What's Fourteen episodes episode, mm, yes.
0: in. Yeah? J.K. Rowling has a new adult book coming. Mm. Little is known about Harry Potter, J.K. Rowling's new book, other than that it it is to be aimed at a grown-up audience and won't be related to her Potter work at all. So anybody wanting to be an adult book based on the no-doubt hilarious bedroom antics... (laughs) (laughs) Who writes this stuff?
2: Him! Over
0: there! (laughs) I don't know who you mean. Oh, Ron and Hermione had better stick to fan fiction. (laughs) Oh, Ron, let me see your wand. (laughs) Give up. (laughs) (laughs) All we do know is that Rowling has chosen a new publisher, Little Brown. For this new book, and perhaps of all her new adult fiction, more news, such as the title, release date and certificate, (laughs) is expected later in 2012. Something entirely new.
4: And we have more who, 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 who <laughs> hey. And we have more Who News <laughs> The Tenth Doctor signs up as Ace's new companion. Mm. Sophie <laughs> Aldred and David Tennant have signed up to voice the two main characters on a new CGI CBeebies show aimed at four to six year olds called Tree Foo Tom. Aldred voices Tom, a boy who transforms into a tiny but mighty superhero, and Tennant voices Twiggs, who's Tom's sidekick.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Sophie is quoted as
5: saying I had previously played a character called Ace, who was the Doctor's companion, and now, some years later, I've got a Doctor Who as my companion. It's been really great working with David, and we have shared a couple of Doctor Who stories. Henry. I didn't know Sophie was (laughs) channelling (laughs) Nimmin.
4: Tree Few Tom Tom. is due to start airing in March on the BBC CB's digital channel. Mm. Boom. Yeah, And Sophie will be doing other characters from the Goons <laughs> in June. <Duke. laughs> <laughs> Some
3: good photos there of the two of them. Yes, mm-hmm. I've seen a couple oh, yeah. of them online. Yeah.
4: All right. <laughs> Dirk
1: Gently rides again. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Fans of Douglas Adams' holistic detective Dirk Gently may or may not be happy to hear he is returning to British screens for three new bizarre and hopefully humorous episodes. Mm. The first of these is on Monday the 5th of March 2012, i.e. tomorrow when you'll be listening to this podcast on the day of its broadcast. But <clears>
4: tomorrow <throat> isn't... Uh, no, no, to- no. When, when, when,
1: when the podcast is released, it will be Tomorrow.
4: Will it? Yes. It won't be today then?
1: No, no, no. Today will be last week by then.
4: Oh, okay. <laughs> I hate time.
1: <laughs> not too <bad. laughs> I've got to find my place again. Ah, there we go. Put him off. <laughs> you will find Stephen Mangan's Dirk and Friends on BBC4 at 9pm. It does not appear that it will be simulously cast on HD. Sadly. All together mm. now...
3: Aww. Aww. The first one was put on BBC HD at the same time yeah. as the BBC 4. This one, apparently not, looking at listings, I don't know Ooh.
4: why. I shall have to Sky Plus that when I get home oh, so I don't yes. forget it.
3: Hmm. Peter Halliday. Dead! Dead. <laughs> Packer is sent packing as prolific Doctor actor Peter Halliday dies at the age of 87. Oh, Not Packer. Yes, Packer. You may know him for such roles as Tobias Ford's security manager, Packer, hmm. in the Patrick Troughton cyber story The Invasion. As Pletrak, I don't know how you pronounce that, in John Perth's 1973 story, Carnival of Monsters, a soldier in Tom Baker's 1979 City of Death, and as the blind vicar as Sylvester McCoy's brilliant 1988 story, Remembrance of the Daleks. Ooh. Amongst numerous non who roles, he is probably best remembered as Dr. John Fleming in the original A for Andromeda in 1961 and its mm-hmm. 1962
1: sequel, The Andromeda Breakthrough. Ooh. Ooh. Shame, but. That- yeah. Yeah. Good innings. Yes. 87. I'm not allowed to say that. I know, I know. Fake Keith isn't here, but she said she would hit the next person. Himself.
4: I think he's been quite a prolific um, yeah. sort of like film and stage actor as well. Yeah, not not the star, but yeah. done quite a lot of a um, good, actor. Yeah, supporting roles and one of those faces that. You see a lot in yeah. mm. films no. and TV.
1: doesn't actually make a breakthrough hit role, but it's
3: mm.
4: always
1: been employed. Yeah. Hey, friend Andromeda, he was starring star
3: in
4: that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh,
3: Ashamed, but a shame. to be honest, I thought he was dead already. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, oh,
1: dear. Any addendums? I have two addendums. Oh, dear. Two addendums. Uh, both featuring the same person. Ooh. Oh. Yes. We have online a few shots from taken from the next star trek film cabbage patch which features spock beating up sherlock <laughs> <laughs> <Come>! <laughs> yes, it's, it's, a, it's a couple of shots taken in front of green screen yeah. showing a little little tussle between mm. cabbage patch and what's it zaquino. Quinto. The- the- well. I know it's come out, that's yeah, a bit- thought, uh, that, that was an inverted slip. I didn't actually mean anything
0: Zach- like that. Zachary
1: Quinto. Thank you, yeah. Zachary Quinto. Qu- uh, I knew it was a Z <laughs> and a Q, was, I didn't know how it formed together. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a couple of shots uh, from that taken, um, mm. as I said, against green screen Yeah, but surely,
0: surely, he could do the silar trick with his finger and take the top of her. Uh, no. Yeah,
1: he could do he? Oh, Spock. Yeah. yeah.
3: But and people are guessing that it might be Mitchell, Gary Mitchell.
1: Could be, it could be. He's in a yeah. Starfleet uniform. Mm. Yeah. Um, the shots I saw, it didn't look like a Starfleet uniform. Mm. He's got the black under. Yeah, design. yeah, it's a, it could be, I'm willing to admit that. Mm. Mm. But um, not distracting, but I think the IDW comic has already gone down that route. Yeah. But I'm sure if they were planning that, would they have been allowed to have used... I know it's just a comic, but would uh, they have yeah. been allowed to have used it? I don't know, <laughs> I don't, but any any road up, mm. and that sort of dovetails in with uh, Simon Pegg. Ah, yeah, wishing um, two thousand AD a happy was it thirty fifth, fiftieth, was it? Was fifth, the, uh, no, not, I don't think it's the fiftieth. Thirty, yeah, somewhat so, thirty it's fifth, yeah. Hmm. So it's okay. the 30, yeah, 35th yeah. anniversary 35th, yes, yes, yes. with oh god what's his name the guy who plays Dr McCoy. Oh well Carl Urban. Thank you Carl, Carl Urban, Urban that's it, yeah. who wished them uh, a happy birthday in his dread voice. Mm, mm, so that's it an idea. focuses down on the chin mm-hmm. when he pulls the lips mm-hmm. down that's and, it. and does, does his gravelly the... voice. Don't use this gravelly voice. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the other addendum featuring cabbage patch. Mhm. Is, and I stress this is merely a rumour, this could be Moffitt spinning oh, his multiple oh, yes. webs yeah. again. Mm. But, Sorry not of so red herring. Still yeah, but he, he has said that he would love Cabbage Patch to play the master <laughs> in the 50th Ooh. anniversary, or the 50th year. Well mm. But as what we you know, mean? he does lie, he does cheat. And so, <laughs> he,
3: so
0: what happened to John Sim
3: then? Well... Well, it, I think it, it would be right to recast him
0: mm-hmm. Doctor. Yeah. It
4: was also, as far as John Sims tends to act, it was actually quite a coup to get him twice to yeah. be
0: provable. Well, yeah. He's one of
4: those actors that tends to, I've played that part, mm-hmm. I don't go back, I don't go to, back to, him, to it. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. So for I mean, him to yeah. come back twice to play the Master That's a,
0: yeah, That's a major coup, that yeah. is. yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Um, in fact, it was actually brilliant in both of them. is beside oh, the point. Yeah. Oh, yeah
0: barking mad, huh?
4: Oh. On the Cumberbatch in Trek, I think it's, he's got to be playing a bad guy. Yeah, for one important reason. Well, actually, two important reasons. He's One, he's English <laughs> yeah. with an upper-class mm-hmm. voice. Mm-hmm. Therefore, yeah. he can only be a villain. Yeah. So, Simon yeah. Pegg hasn't got the upper-class voice, no. so he's OK. But if you, if you speak like you have received That's your pronunciation c- from c- some paid pe- yeah. school... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, as,
1: as she's not here, I have to say, the complete opposite of the way you speak. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, I, I'm, I'm standing in for fake Karen, Keith. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, you're channeling fake <laughs> Keith, Yes, yes, yes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I have an addendum too, actually. Uh Eternal Law, here you go, what oh, was that? Yes, yes, yes. yes I do
1: I, know of it, never actually saw it. Okay. I,
3: I faithfully watched every episode. It's dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you did have your suspicions,
1: if I remember rightly.
3: Yeah, it was very unlikely to get a second season. The figures dived. To about three million, just shade under three million. Mm. Yeah. And normally, shame, for that, that slot, mm-hmm. they get about yeah. four and a half. Yeah. Yeah, according to Samuel West, the, uh, the star of it, on Twitter, he said, uh, "No more." Ah. Uh, mm-hmm.
4: I would have sympathy, but I haven't a clue what it was about.
3: I haven't seen the final two
0: yet, it actually. have got them quirky little series. Yeah. Oh. Mm. I mean, not quite Perry Mason, but it's mean, sort of along those lines anyway. All oh, right. About a couple of angels who mm-hmm. are lawyers. Yeah. Oh. In York. Not so much an addendum on my part, but I must stop. I must stop watching Babylon Five for a while. <laughs> it hasn't been
4: on TV for ages. Oh, no, it's not that. I mean, well,
0: I had a. I, I was telling. Fake Crumbly about a very strange dream about sort of seeing a Vorlon in my local chippy.
4: You've got to stop (laughs) watching (laughs) Watching Babylon Babylon 5.
0: (laughs) Well, it was ordering five rounds of cotton chips, so five rounds. It's
4: bad enough when I watched the the, um, director's (laughs) cuts (laughs) of of um, the Lord of the Rings back to back, and I didn't finish it completely, Mm. and went to bed, and all I dreamt of was (laughs) (laughs) Urukai. I closed my eyes, and all I could see was (laughs) Ulukai. Coming at you. (laughs) Yeah, literally, (laughs) waves of them coming (laughs) at me. (laughs) Never again.
0: Anyway, and off these Freudian slips. Anyway, dear listeners, we've been reading, haven't we?
4: No, I haven't.
1: Sit there and shut up like a good girl.
4: Can I not be the doctor's assistant and ask all the silly (laughs) bloody questions? All right. (laughs) right. Okay. Yes,
1: we have been reading. What have we been reading? What have you been reading? To the beach.
4: I've read that.
1: Mm, We've been reading different books. Oh, really? Spot has a little operation.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, OK, I've been
1: reading books. <laughs> what have you been reading? I have been reading When Silent Stars Go, go by, by. Yes, Silent Stars Go By, the Doctor mm. Who uh, book yep. by Dan the, Abner. Th- yes. the, the latest Who book by Dan Abner. <laughs> back book yes Mm -hmm. yes the same imprint a very
0: uh, very weighty tome
1: yeah it's it's published and released as some form of a professional sci-fi book rather than oh it's another twee doctor who book it is by a different department
3: or whatever of the book is it i
1: I did not know that the the regular books are the
3: uh children's imprint Right. Whereas uh, Silent Stars Go By and
1: the one before... Coming to the Terra Coming to the mm-hmm. is by BC Books property, ah. I believe. That could be why it's released on such a, a banner. You know, it, the, the, the look of the book is diametrically different from the, the standard Who books. Yeah. Yeah.
4: It looks like a proper grown-up book. It looks
1: like up a book. proper mm. grown-up book. Big... Yeah proper hardback.
4: Book. And what, pray tell, is this book about? Right, well, basically, it is... Um, it's a Matt Smith
1: adventure. Yeah, it's a, it's a sixth Doctor book. It's... Sixth. Sorry, Sixth. it's an eleventh Doctor <laughs> book. I don't know where that comes from. <laughs> eleventh Doctor book. And it is basically a colony world that is in trouble and is being invaded. Mm. Uh, the... Terraforming has gone wrong and has plunged the planet into a new ice age. Yes, yeah,
0: so, uh, well, the, the front what cover is a bit of a dead giveaway yes. as to who the, uh... the
1: bad guys mm, are. Yeah. Hang yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. See if you can guess who the bad guys are.
4: They speak like this. Ice Warriors! <laughs> oh, look, it's got Ice Warriors on the front of the book. <laughs> <laughs> Did they work on the basis that they didn't think anyone would be old enough and still alive mm, to so remember, remember the Ice Warriors? Worries. I think,
1: so. <laughs> I think um personally i found this a very good read Mm, it was a book that gripped me, and I, I found that I couldn't put it down. It was, oh, good. You know, you, you you read it, you've got to do something, you put it down, and while you're busily... I've mostly read at work, and while I'm trying to work, in the back of my head, it's they're trapped in the tunnels, something's coming after them, they've got something in front of them, what are they are going to do, what are they are going to do, what are they... <laughs> yeah, yeah. The
4: head reaching for the book. That's it.
1: To, to go out and I,
0: I, found it, I found it an enjoyable read, but I mean, I couldn't help but draw comparisons between the book and the film Aliens.
1: Yeah, I... I can see where you're coming from.
0: Something Minutes. nasty in the terraforming unit.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. There was, so, 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 there was yeah, that yeah. imagery, but it's very much, in, you know, whereas Aliens was a uh, rain-swept environment, mostly mm-hmm. inside. Mm, yeah. The ma- vast majority of this book is outside, or quite a bit of the majority is outside and in a snow-swept. Mm, that's right, yeah. I did mm. like the small trick of adapting and changing the language the slang terms okay mm.
3: paradise towers
1: <laughs> Slight, slightly <laughs> paradise towers but they have a guide an instruction book on telling them what to do computer guide yeah, yeah computer guide mm. and it te- to a certain extent it takes the place of their god
0: mm. yeah like, because it's they, all, they say for guide's sake yeah for
1: all, all things, unguided. This, this is an unguidely mm. act mm, and yeah. this yeah. is forbidden for guide's sake yes so I, uh, nurses are uh, in charge of their, yeah. their towns, which is yeah. very
3: fortunate for Rory. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, he was, he was the head man, the head nurse. Yeah, I mean,
0: um, even though the colony had been on this particular planet, well, for the best part of 800 years, I worked out, yeah, you know, quite a few generations, I mean, yeah. I think it had devolved somewhat. Yes! I mean, well, it, they were tech-savvy, but devolved into a like well, a medieval society. Yeah,
1: yeah it was. Yeah. Well, nobody understood the machines that no. they did most of the things through rote mm. because yeah. that's what they were taught that's it mm.
4: that has parallels i suppose if you think cuz if you've got other people to build the technology yeah. and send you out there and it's to an extent like the romans came they went and we forgot how to make glass and bricks after yeah. yeah. like, the 7 800 because, mm. because mm. the people that had made it had gone and the indigenous population so it could be the same you know the people that build the rockets and the equipment don't necessarily go with the colony yeah yeah,
1: mm. so yeah. Yeah.
4: so you you have the technology but not necessarily the knowledge that goes with it
1: the whole thing was the people who were going to inherit the planet were in s- locked in suspended animation yeah, mm, frozen so when animals. when the planet was properly terraformed they would be they would be woke up well they
0: and, come in and take over basically
1: the, yeah wake up and take I mean, over the
0: population that was on a, on the planet's surface they were just
1: the caretakers yeah they were they were mm. considered expendable caretakers well unfortunately yes yeah I preferred this a lot more than I preferred the Michael Moorcock one. It did feel like a proper Who. Yes, yeah, no, mm-hmm. no disrespect to the author Michael Moorcock. This was a Doctor Who story mm. where The Coming of the Terror was a Michael Moorcock book which just happened to have the Doctor in. Mm. Yeah. Well, seeing I seeing wasn't pre- present at the
0: podcast that I featured our review of The uh, Coming of yeah. the Terror a lot, and I do mean a lot, of the characters and situations in the, in the book were drawn from Michael Morcott's previous works. Mm. Like, um, the Arrow of Law was inside a singularity where Renarch the Wanderer was, take, was, uh, it was captured.
2: <laughs> and
0: you know, so he was a character from a, a Michael Morcott novel called The Blood Red Game. Mm, yeah, so It's just things like this, you know, the constant tips of the hat to the Lords of Law and Chaos. Mm.
1: Yeah, and as I say, I don't dispute that, but it was didn't quite feel like a Who book. It was understand. written for his fans yeah. rather than mm, yeah. Doctor oh, yeah. oh, yeah, I, mean, and, uh, I totally uh, agree. That, I won't say gave me a lot of trouble, but it, I didn't draw as much enjoyment from that mm. as I did from yeah. this one.
0: Yeah, and um, on a further note, The Coming of the Terror files. It was very much written in a very whimsical way. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, very much in the same way that the dancers at the end of time uh, stories were written. They were drawing back to time, you know, times of Earth's past, but changed and warped, and well, well something got lost in translation. Yeah, mm. basically.
1: What it turns out in this one is it's the ice warriors mm. who've. Um, yeah, sorry,
0: I'll digress, yeah.
1: Yeah, the ice <laughs> warriors who have altered the. Ap- Thank you, that's what I'm looking mm. for. Well, the ter- the at- terrifying.
0: Atmospheric processes. Yeah, mm. the,
1: or the failures as they're called. Mm, that's it. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. The computers that controlled the farriers are reacting to the sidemen. So you basically, you've got a battle between the ice warriors yeah. and these meta humans. Yes, and then you've got the, the colonists and the doctor stuck in the middle of these two plus these other forces. creatures
0: me- meta rats
1: yeah yeah
3: you think that you know who the creature is in the forest yeah. mm, in the beginning you think it is going to be in the yeah you think it's the ice warrior that is actually a bit of a misdirection. which yeah, is it, really it quite it turn, clever.
1: Turns out this this metahuman, which as I said, yeah. it, it's very, very, very. Yeah, good. there again, I mean, I couldn't help but think of Borg. Yeah, yeah. They were to some extent cyborgish. Yeah, cyborgs. Yeah. I did like the the style of the writing. I very much enjoyed the style of the writing. It did bring you in, and as I said, encouraged you to read more. I did like also the slight little tip of the hat for the chapter titles. Because although it's mm. not a Christmas <laughs> book, mm-hmm. they uh, the doctor and party are aiming for Christmas. They miss it by a couple of centuries and a couple <laughs> of uh, yeah. light years. Yeah. But each of the chapters is a line from a Christmas carol. Mm-hmm. That's
4: it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So so
1: each, each chapter heading is a Christmas carol sort of, uh, on the feast of Stephen. part the held angels and sort well, of things yeah, like yeah. that.
0: The setting is very much in the deep midwinter. Mid-
1: yes, yeah. Digressing slightly, I've read the book and I to just to remind myself of it, I also listened to the uh, audiobook. Yeah, that's I didn't read it at all, I must admit. I listened to the audiobook. No, I can't <laughs> remember I can't remember who read the audiobook. Uh, the Maloney is it, somewhere? Dan Maloney. He doesn't attempt to impersonate any of the people in there. No. No disrespect. But his delivery of the doctor mm-hmm. isn't Matt Smith's doctor, isn't any other doctor, but it's very doctorish. Mm. Yeah. So I would quite happily see him if he plays it the same way, I would quite happily see him assume the role. Because it comes across as as a non not a specific doctor, but it is very doctorish. Mm. I thought his Rory actually was a bit spooky in place. It actually sounded like
3: <laughs> <laughs> just the way his voice is yeah, when he yeah, delivered the lines, it actually sounded. I'll like, give him uh, a, I'll give him that.
0: So like what, what did his Amy sound like?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Not great. <laughs> Not
0: great.
4: He didn't wear tight enough trousers when mm, he picked up yeah. those particular no. beats.
3: <laughs> And didn't get the right part of Scotland, but yes. never mind. <laughs>
4: Do you think he'll write Dan um, Abner any Dan more? Dan Abnett? Dan Abnett, so yeah. I'm sure yeah. he'll write plenty more. But no, any more
1: Dan, Dan Abnett is a very uh, prolific writer. He's yeah. done mm. a lot mm. of comic strip stuff. Yes. yes, he's done a lot of uh, Warhammer books yeah. stuff. Um, He's done a torture as well. I think yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think tra- I think he's done a couple of torture. Uh, I think he's done a couple of big finishes. Oh, probably. Yeah. Oh, a few no, big so finish. he's got his fingers in quite a few. Yeah. So on. if yeah. It, if he comes back to do another who, I would definitely go out and buy it. I would recommend this. this quite heartily.
3: Yeah. At yeah. first, seemed like an odd choice to me. Why he'd get the big book mm. to do after michael moorkhouse is yeah. obviously a massive name yeah. dan abnett he is but not he's, in the same he's, yeah. yeah
1: he's a prol- prolific writer but mm. he's not um in the same which
3: he's, he's, said in he's the same well parts. known
4: within science fiction realms but outside of yeah. science fiction mm. realms he's not so well mm, known yeah.
1: yeah
3: but he did a great job with it oh um, god yeah, oh, very much yeah. So. And, very and the next one is this dark horizons
1: by uh, whatever her name is the chick
3: author the, as, as SFX
1: <laughs> describes her the chicklet writer yes, yes. so what we'll, we'll, We'll wait and see. Mm. Yeah. Personally, I mean, I'd like
0: to see Alan Dean Foster do a Doctor Who novel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that is the point of this particular series, to get recognisable big names. Mm. Rather than... I don't want to do the other authors down, but rather than the standard in-house, which everyone's used to,
2: Mm.
0: let's go for a, a real big name mm. i mean okay he's done he's done sort of star trekking of uh you yeah, know times and stuff like that obviously alan dean foster is my favorite author sort of full stop i'd like to see how he, he, he would tackle something sort of quintessentially english as doctor who
4: OK, ladies and germs, <laughs> um, I am going to do a two-minute, but forgive me if it's less or a little bit more, review
3: oh. of oh. the first
4: Surrey steampunk convivial. convivial, Ooh. which was held on Saturday the 25th of February. This is not only the first Surrey steampunk convivial, but it was also the first steampunk event I've been to. The day started at allegedly ten (laughs) AM but as time will it drifted to ten thirty ish with a perambulation along the Avenue in Cheam, Wichester area Sheen. to see the homes of H.G. Wells and fellow writer Mr. Bram Stoker. Mm-hmm. Our guide and local historian Mr. Popkin regaled us with tales of ghosts and bears and other local characters who had influenced Mr. Wells in his stories. It's like mm-hmm. you could imagine some Victoria salesman at the end of it going, Map of the Stars, Mrs. Map of the Stars. It's like yeah. it was littered with <laughs> writers. <laughs> We retired to the H.G. Wells pub for luncheon, which was taken in excellent company with a background of the War of the Worlds musical. <laughs> it, was just a, it was just a nice event for everyone to get to know each other. After luncheon, we proceeded to the main venue for the day's entertainment in the upstairs room of the Royal Oak pub team where an array of the most interesting purveyors of jewellery, finery, accessories displayed their wares for purchase. I acquired a fine old Gladstone bag, which I'm sure still has bloodstains of the past victims (laughs) splattered around the bottom of it. (laughs) The Ministry of Internal Atlantean Subterranean and Martian Affairs, otherwise (laughs) known as Miasma, had discovered that Her Majesty Queen Victoria had been abducted and replaced by an automaton. We were set the task of discovering where the blackguards were holding Her Imperial Highness. Thankfully, one of our number was able to decipher the cryptic clues. I worked out she's was at Victoria Docks, but that was as far as I got. <laughs> we had some wonderful people wandering around totally in character. Yeah. And you could ask them the clues about plants and everything else. There was a puppet shadow performance where we could all make our own puppets, which I enjoyed, and I took part in tea jewelling. Yes, <laughs> the fine art of dueling with a tea biscuit. <laughs> a which, tea cup. Uh, Yes, and it has to be introduced to fandom. You basically take your biscuit, which must not have chocolate on it. Oh, yeah. it has square moo cow milk chocolate <laughs> bis- milk biscuit. You dunk three quarters malted of the biscuit milk. minimum, malted milk. <laughs> Three quarters of the biscuit for a count of five, remove the biscuit holding it upright, and then it's the last one of you to eat the biscuit. <laughs> whole. So it's a battle Um. of wits between your opponent and the biscuit. (laughs) And gravity. And Mm. gravity. And it's amazing how tense it got. (laughs) We also had a judging art cake contest and I voted for the chocolate and bacon cupcake.
5: Don't knock it till you tried it. It was gorgeous.
4: (laughs) The salt in the bacon. Um, We had a real snail race which was gripping Rose 1, I suspect more to escape the amorous advances of Pete than anything else. <laughs> and the mechanical style race, which was a little flaster, but no less thrilling. Blue <laughs> 1-2, oh. Gargantuan 1-1. One, one. <laughs> the day was rounded off with a black and white projection of some marvellous old movies, silent movies and turn of the century, provided by Professor Kit Kirkenspine,
2: <laughs> and music
4: from Tom Slatter, Smiling Knife and Moth. It all finished around midnight, but I made my apologies at 11.15. This was my first, and may it may not be my last, sorry, steampunk convivial. And as they say in the steampunk world, it was splendid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I am
1: I am jealous. I am seething with jealousy here.
4: It was really not because they, they were a local group, and unlike um, science so fiction fandom where you sometimes get cliques of mm. people that know each other yeah. there was none of I don't know that you mean. don't know what you mean <laughs> there was absolutely none of that <laughs> at all and there was some amazing costumes yeah, and I've seen
1: some of the you know,
4: stuff like that so mm. I actually have a video of the tea competition <laughs> contest which if uh, El Presidente is happy to, we might put it up, because it's so got yeah. to go into yeah. Doctor Who fandom. <laughs> that's, that's something we've
1: got to take, if we go to Gallifrey again, it's something we're going to have to take there they're and all challenge to it. people.
4: There's yeah. noms and half-noms and all yeah. the rest of it, but you sit there going, how can Dunkin' a Biscuit become so tense? I <laughs> saw <laughs> <laughs> the
1: video that you got, so yeah, that's something that's got to be done. If
4: so no, if ever you get a chance to go to a, a steampunk event, I would highly recommend it. <laughs>
1: I'm starting to slide into a steampunky sort of vein.
4: Well, as it said, the original steampunk machine, the TARDIS. Yes. (laughs) Anyway.
1: And now, dear listeners, we're going to be reviewing a film that was a phenomenon. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, a phenomenon. (laughs) No, I understand. A phenomenon. (laughs) The Muppet Movie. (laughs) 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 Phenomena.
2: It's time to play the music It's time to
4: Yes, we've been to the pictures. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
5: After all that,
4: <laughs> we've been very, very silly. We didn't take any children with us either. We went as grown adults. Yeah, was, I, think, <laughs> I think it was a, a
1: flashback to the mid seventies when the Muppet TV show was on. Yes, uh, was mm-hmm. very, very silly. The Muppet. What's the Muppet movie called? Is it
4: just the Muppet movie? The, the, Muppets. Uh, well, yeah, the Muppets. The Muppets. That's Called
1: the Muppets. I mean, well, the, they've been trailing this for about a year and a half.
3: Well, it, it's been to. America was it Thanksgiving twenty
1: eleven. Yeah. 2011.
3: yeah. So that was about three
1: four months ago mm-hmm. now. Yeah, yeah we uh, late. They, they've had the Green Lantern muppet trailer. I think there was a Twilight muppet trailer. <laughs> sort of aping the various films. Ah.
4: It was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was sitting in the cinema thinking, why haven't they had one foraging? It occurred to me it is the first one since Jim Henson died. Really? And no, you no, we, no. Was that there, no? Movie. There's been Muppet series, but has there been a Muppet film? They, the, Christmas Carol, I think, was the
1: first film mm. after he died. Yeah, wasn't all of Muppets Tonight
3: after he died? Well, he died about nineteen ninety, ninety one. Yeah, that's that? right. That yeah. no, was mid nineties. Yeah. Oh,
4: right. Because you, you would never know. I mean, it's the, the character of all the right voices and it had mm-hmm. the same right like, look and feel yeah.
3: to it. They never quite sound the same, do they? No, no. Kermit didn't quite sound the same. Miss Piggy didn't quite sound the same. but Good enough. Close I think enough. Frank Hodes is still with us. He's yeah, he, is. Yeah. He, is, he didn't He's still, do the film, though. He didn't.
1: He didn't, he didn't oh. do the film. Well, uh, that's it. I mean, they, they've been tr- training up people to sound like... Yeah, but, but it, they
3: did a great job, and oh, yeah, it's written, at least co-written, by the guy who plays the main character. Yes. Jason Segel? Yes. How you pronounce it? It's his project. He went to Disney, and apparently he begged them to do it.
1: Well, it's, mm. the, if you think, Muppet, the Muppets really have been out of the limelight for quite some time.
0: Well, how many years since the last one?
1: Exactly. Uh, 12 years, apparently.
4: 12 years.
3: 1996 was yeah. the previous one, Treasure Island.
4: Yeah. And we've seen the Muppet movie Studios oh, We've seen
1: the Muppet studios, yes. <laughs> well,
3: yeah. Yeah.
4: We, we kind of, it was down the right hand side as we were doing a tour guide. We haven't been in it, but. No, um, we drove past.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, according to
3: the film, on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. And we've been to Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't actually it, there. It's <laughs> not quite <laughs> Hollywood
1: Boulevard. It's all off, off. But there's not really one there at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's the old Chaplin studios. It's the old Chaplin studios because mm. they've now got kermit the frog dressed as charlie chaplin above oh, the yeah, studios okay, okay.
3: Yeah,
1: but yeah, anyway it's good to see the places we we went to
3: last. oh week. yeah
4: yes yeah it had all the classics of the of the muppet movie you've got <laughs> the muppets yeah mm, obviously yep. you've got music yeah mm, you've yep. got a plethora of famous actors that come in, in say one lots. line and disappear <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> including mr um, it was in the garden, in the park at the beginning. Oh. The gangsters. Yeah, no, Mickey Rooney.
5: Mickey, Mickey Rooney.
1: Rooney. Yeah. Has Mickey Rooney, and it. You <laughs> have. Yeah. Uh... Neil Patrick Harris, I think, has two lines. He's in there, yeah, yeah. I He's love in Whoopi there. Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. I've been mm. sent yeah. down here. <laughs> My agent said it was a, a film opportunity. opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> the whole premise of it, I
3: thought, was quite clever, in that it was them getting it all back together, yeah. all the crew back together, yeah. mm. as if they had been apart for a long time, which, of course, they have, as far as we're concerned.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, that's it. I mean, what is it? Really? Uh, Miss Piggy was a fashion editor in Paris. Yeah, she, she, yep.
1: She's basically doing uh, The Devil Wears Prada. Ah, mm.
4: And who was her secretary? I know the lady's face, but she. She was from The she's Devil Wears. She from West. The Devil Wears part, but <laughs> yeah. I can't remember, can't remember her the name. name. She's in um, Ugly Betty as well, I think. think. So. Yeah. yeah. And there was also a guest appearance by someone that anyone watches Big Bang Theory might recognise. Yes. <laughs> We found out Sheldon is a is Muppet. A Muppet. <laughs> yeah.
3: Jim Parsons, is that his name?
4: It might
1: be, I don't know if Sheldon but They're on their tablets Sheldon.
4: cross-checking
1: their yeah, names. Yeah, yeah, Me, I'm doing
4: is. it from memory. <laughs> Both, uh, <laughs> Jim so, Parsons. So for those of you who haven't seen it, the premise is the Muppet Movie Studios, which are now wrecked and ruined, are going to fall into the hands of someone who wants to turn it into a museum. Tex mm-hmm. Richman. That's yes. it, Richman. Ha, ha, ha. Ha. He has evil plans. Oh.
1: Evil laugh. Mm, evil laugh. <laughs> um, evil and they laugh.
4: have to raise the money and do a a marathon to
1: 10 million dollars in attempt to buy back the There's uh, some the lovely
4: Stegers. little jokes about how do you get around you travel by map which <laughs> Yeah, kind of like all these films it's, where you have yeah. the map picture going along. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what I did like about it is every now and again, there's a line in there that breaks the fourth wall. Mm. Like mm. A, when Gonzo joins, he destroys the factory he built up. Yes. A, That's quite a large explosion. I'm surprised we can afford Full it on bed. our budget because early <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, And I did like the hit. It was a little poke at modern TV, that the sweet and tweeness of the Muppets, and yes. they replace... Um, hit the teacher mm-hmm. and, you know, you're too sweet, you're not the kind of mm-hmm. thing that kids want to watch yeah, anymore, anymore, kind of stuff, um, uh, which was, I thought was a poke at uh, the modern TV. Yeah, they no, no, didn't name
3: know. any real TV programs. No, to, no it but it, it, was, it, was, had, it was that whole
4: genre of, of TV being taking other people's misfortunes yeah, and, yeah. And, and that kind of stuff. You
1: also had the tribute group, the Muppets, oh, yes. Yes. The Muppets which, yes. which was basically the Kermit the Frog, but with a, a, a stud and earrings and piercings all over him. yeah
4: and the bad muppet henchman oh the, yes the one the one that is because is i have devil. an english accent yeah. <laughs> and i look like a villain mm. <laughs> yes again
1: a slight dig i think more directed at lucas than anyone yeah, else that, yeah. if you have an english
4: accent yes. you automatically well, the well, villain.
1: As, um digressing slightly the star wars old republic is out Mm -hmm. and all the Empire side have English accents. Mm, Of course.
3: What a surprise. As they do in the films.
1: Yeah, Mm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Anyway.
0: I'm just looking at the soundtrack uh, CD at the moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whereas Seeking Major Tom was done very seriously, (laughs) as I say, I mean, all the songs on here are just done for laughs. I mean, for instance, me and Julio down by the schoolyard. Yes. Mm. I mean, I wonder what Paul Simon would think of that. (laughs) Or We Built This City by Starship.
4: Oh, I'd love that bit.
3: I think that's (laughs) actually the original
4: track isn't it it I is yeah
1: i'm not sure if it's the original track but they cover or sing all the songs yeah mm. yeah
0: and how could you forget literally yeah, you know, forget you by uh camilla and the chickens <laughs> i mean <laughs> i'm just thinking what's the uh, green would think of it
1: <laughs> well, well that that was done in the same line as the can can there's no actual lyrics or songs but uh it's the chickens going
4: Ah, oh, but the, the, the song that's become the phenomena to all Radio 2 listeners. Am I a man Or am I a, 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 a Muppet? Muppet
3: Which won the Oscar A did day it? or two ago did it did? It did. I didn't I, I
4: haven't watched that yet So I
3: didn't know that yeah. Yeah. Yes it's won an Kodos. Oscar
4: For um, best song in a film Or That's something some oh, It's right. actually
1: <laughs> It's a very good song It is a damn good song <laughs> <laughs> Even the way it's sort of, As I said projected across Because you've got uh, Steven Seagull Singing to Steven Seagal
4: Steven Seagal?
1: Song, <laughs> I think. Jason So to Jason I keep getting those two mixed up They look actually Jason Seagal Steven Seagal Does go around
0: Duffing up all the muffins Yeah
1: I know so, uh, Jason Seagal is singing to a Muppet version of him mm, yeah. and his brother who in the film is a Muppet yeah. is singing to mm, Sheldon children, Sheldon basically yeah <laughs> who seems to have a very deep singing voice yeah <laughs> I
3: did wonder about that where do Muppets come from <laughs> if, yeah. if Walter was born yes. of a human mother and father yeah <laughs> don't go there <laughs> just
1: don't go there how does that work (laughs)
4: It's a genetic, you know, adaptation. It's like X-Men are are an X-Devolvement. Muppets are a natural Evolvement. The the, the, the mother
1: was exposed to Strontium-90 when she was pregnant. No, I think the mother was exposed to a roll of felt. (laughs) And therefore, it could have been a radioactive (laughs) uh, roll of felt, (laughs) and therefore the mutation... Stop me now, please. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, 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 Your mind
0: is going off in a very strange direction.
4: <laughs> it had all. It had all the classic bits of um, a Muppet movie. Yes. Completely. Um, when I went to see it at the cinema, there wasn't a full house because it was a Monday and mm.
3: they're quite okay, quiet. Okay, it wasn't. I saw
4: it. Packed. Uh, yeah. it, Monday afternoon at the yeah. theatre is always quiet, yeah. and there was quite a few people there with kids and there. And well, thoroughly enjoying watching it. And it gets to the end of the film, and at the end. Of the film comes the classic song Menomina. And anyway, you had this coming up, and I swear, if you turned the sound down, you could hear every mother and father mm, yeah, in the yeah, old yeah. manumana. <laughs> <laughs> manumana. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Because there was a lot 30. of deep voices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, no, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it, it. it. I would recommend
3: I've it. I would recommend it. I've never seen a Muppet film before.
4: Haven't you? No. no. no, no. Oh, no. What did you couple. think as a Muppet virgin? <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: actually, I know the series. Right? I grew up in
1: the series. I watched Muppets tonight.
3: Did you uh...
4: enjoy the film?
1: But yeah, 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 really good, yes. As I said, I would recommend it. Go and see it and sh- take yourself back 30 years. Yeah. yeah.
4: That's the thing, isn't it? If if you remember the original, it's good. It, it's not anti the original. No. They haven't no. updated it. No. What you saw is what you get. They've taken the
1: best bits. That's it. And if you've
4: never seen the Muppet movies and you're new to it, go and watch it because it's so refreshingly different (laughs) to everything else that's around. And it will always be a phenomena.
3: (laughs) Now it's time for just a minute.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: (laughs) Where our three team members must speak for a minute without hesitation, deviation
1: or repetition on a subject of my choosing.
4: We're done for.
1: <laughs> you weren't here last week. No. It was, strangely, it was Amy Pond, redheads, and long legs. Those <laughs> <laughs> were the subjects we had to talk on.
4: Oh, oh, Do, you, do you notice a
3: theme? <laughs> the imagination
4: <laughs> yeah. is beyond me.
3: OK, let's change it for something then. <laughs> uh, how about vampires? Vampires.
1: Ooh. OK, she wanted to test the buzzers. Oh, go on then.
4: I have. You shall rule this day. But go on.
1: Start
0: rolling!
3: I have Okay. And I have (laughs) to jib Right, let's roll a dice.
1: (laughs) It's Keith. Okay, okay. Right, starting you ready? No. Vampires are the mystical creatures of the night who creep in through the wee hours and sup your blood. Now, there are very many legends to, listen to the vampires. <laughs>
4: Hesitation! Uh, no, no, yeah. no, not hesitation. Not, not
1: hesitation, not fumbling over words, <laughs> unable to get them out through my teeth. Yes. Hesitation, no. We count that as hesitation.
3: Let's
4: count as hesitation. Okay, go. Vampires. The most famous of these species. <laughs> It's the Cockney accent. I can't understand what you're <laughs> Sorry.
3: No, that, can't, that doesn't count.
4: That doesn't count.
3: <laughs> it might be deviation from English language. Distraction
4: of English language, <laughs> 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 oh, 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 not oh. <laughs> deviation.
0: Steady on. I'm from South London. So.
1: <laughs> sorry, <Dream>. Gene. <laughs> no, just like to say sh- that, sorry. No, I can't give you that to my
4: friend. Gene, then, starting now. The most famous of these species was, of course, Dracula. Who has appeared... It's Dracula, not Dracula. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: tomato, tomato. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> He's foreign, isn't he, Dracula? OK, so, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that, I'll give yeah, you that. Yeah. yes, yes. I'm afraid, back to Gene. <laughs>
4: <Go. laughs> Who is based on a genuine historical character known as Vlad the Impaler. Who (laughs) meant (laughs)
1: that? Tripping over her tongue. (laughs) Yeah. Hesitation. Uh, No, uh, no, repetition of the word.
4: (laughs) (laughs) No, I've pronounced it differently each time.
3: You have 27.5 seconds left. Crumbly starting now. Now... Heditation. Heditation. <laughs> oh, I'm afraid... So-
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: I was drawing my breath in on- the stream of words. <laughs> OK, with... Uh, What's this? Keith. 24.6
1: seconds left It's Keith starting... Now, the legends of the vampire are many and multiple. Most importantly, on how to defeat them. They cannot cross running water. You have to... (laughs) Mangling the English language.
4: Hesitation, Hesitation.
1: <laughs> fumbling. <Is> he fumbling?
4: <laughs> 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 and let me Peter the word. <laughs> False teeth
1: got in the way. <laughs> I think that
3: was an obvious one. Okay, um, with twelve point eight seconds left, starting
4: now. Vampires do seem to have a penchant for blood, particularly liking that belonging to young female <laughs> virgins. Like that in is that actually English? <laughs> I think not <laughs>
1: deviation, I think.
4: It's English where I come from, man.
1: <laughs> that in. I'm sorry fake Keith isn't here. I have to hold the side up. I do apologize. I do love you deeply really. Oh god, she's coming over to hit me. <laughs> Five point two seconds left, starting now. <laughs> nah. I had nearly just done. Besides, that was almost ultrasonic.
3: <laughs> breathe,
1: breathe.
3: <laughs> I can't give it that. To a little, little too quick off the draw there. So, with three point uh, five
1: seconds left, Keith, now to halt the vampire from emerging from his coffin, you have to cover. There we the- go. <laughs> hey. Hey. And you did get to
3: turn more happy The whistle didn't blow there. An <laughs> extra point.
4: Well, <laughs> let me guess. Keith won.
3: Yeah, he did. No, actually it is a draw. Oh between? Between well, on a respectable third place, we have Crumbly. <laughs> <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> and joint first we have Jean and Keith.
1: Ooh. 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 The gauntlet has been thrown down. Ooh. Ooh.
4: Next time I tell you I will win. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Never. <laughs> evil laugh, evil laugh. Evil, evil laugh. Laugh. <laughs>
4: <laughs> now you wonderful, wonderful people out there have been writing to us again and sending audio as well, I believe. Yeah, indeed, thank you. Woo-hoo. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And our first letter today is... um, We have one here from... Andre! Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Andre. To see. Good old Andre. Andre what's
1: he up to? Love you, Andre. It's really great to hear from you. Um, hello, all members of Rural Fiction are otherwise undermined components of the. Oh, under head components. We haven't said. Oh, before. no. Oh, 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 oh no. Not oh, how the we Oh, hell hello, the head of oh, re- all the head. And coordinated. Yeah, and. <laughs> Carbled Gronhilde. Mm-hmm. Excuse mm-hmm.
4: me, when has this ever been covered oh, um, yeah. in
1: I do have a question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why does Graham seem to be stamping on Amy Pond's genitalia? <laughs>
4: <Can he laughs> Don't stamp-
1: ask. <laughs> well, where's his foot? <laughs> Give me a <your> toe job. <laughs> I didn't really need to know that. <laughs> you asked. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hello to all members, real fictional and otherwise undermined components of the Staggering Stories team. Let us take a minute to realise that, once again, no one has said hello to the non-living components of the show. Ah, uh, yep. Okay, we'll wait. Which, which <laughs> we did. No. Done, good. I'm sending you a hello from what is quite possibly the best Doctor Who convention in this world or any other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's been to Gallifrey!
2: Oh, Gallifrey uh-oh.
1: was on this year, and he's given us a, what is it, one, two, three, four-page report. Well, I wasn't there, and I'm sulking, so I'm not reading it.
0: <laughs> he's pouting.
4: He's pouting. Oh, dear. Sorry, Andre, we'll put it up online. <laughs>
1: Invite me next time.
4: You're sending me texts saying lobby <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we Anyway, have... has anyone else written to us?
1: <laughs> we have one here
4: from
0: Adrian from Los Angeles, California.
3: Ah, hello, another,
4: one <laughs> another one from Gallopy.
1: I'm written <laughs> a protest.
0: He says, Hello, teams. Hello. H- hello. In case you teams. are feeling the emptiness of know who lately. Yes. Yes. Here are some recommendations to help pass the time. Oh. You don't have to read the links, by the way. They, that way lies madness. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. Hashback, <laughs> slash, delete, mm. hash. Yeah, we'll, we'll put all the links up on the. Uh, on oh, the block yeah. roll anyway In the show notes, of course mm-hmm. Right, one, join Crunchyroll for free And watch Steins Gate Free oh, and yeah. legally mm-hmm. It has a mad scientist and his companions Fighting against an evil international organisation And time itself It's very intelligent and actually hilarious Two, play DCUO and go to Central City After level 30 And help the flash fix time With the Cosmic Treadmill Or read the Flashpoint Trades and try and make sense of the New 52, and when you do, please explain it to me. (laughs) Three, travel to a time long ago and far away and go and see The Phantom Menace in 3D. Mm. And then read the Episode Zero novel, a.k.a. Darth Plagueis. It will blow your freaking mind. The audio book is very well done with music and everything. Mm-hmm. Also, read the Darth Maul stories, Shadowhunter and Saboteur, to fully round out the episode one goodness.
2: <laughs>
0: Maul is pretty funny when he gets angry, because he does all the time! <laughs> the stories are actually pretty cool, especially the new story, Restraint, that details yeah. some of Maul's childhood, inclu- including the Night Sisters from the Clone Wars TV show. Mm-hmm. The new edition of Shadowhunter includes this story and maybe Saboteur, too. There is also a new mall story attached to the Phantom Menace reissued novelisation called Endgame. If you hate Star Wars, I'm sorry, but you must be crazy. <laughs> and yes, I know the first half of episode one is slow, but the rest is pretty good. <laughs> or you can skip all that and check out this funny, intelligent and disturbing multi-part YouTube review of it. It gives, gives the yeah, link there. For... Learn about a simpler, rebooted age of mutants by watching the Blu-ray of X-Men First Class.
2: Mm, Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely recommend that. Yeah,
0: not seen that. Oh, it's good. Yes. Yes. Has the done seal of the Mm. Definitely watch the extras, and also make a drinking game with how many times Professor X his power face and finger combo. (laughs) But try not to get too too mad when he erases Moira's memories, which leads to sexism in the CIA. Five. (laughs) Rent or stream, (laughs) sapp... Sapphire and steel box set. (laughs) Buy it. And don't worry about it not finishing It is dark and mysterious time travel With one of the actors from Ab Fab
2: <laughs> How could that
0: not be good Or rent Terry Gilliam's Time Bandits mm. Or watch the Mirror episodes of Star Trek From classic to Enterprise There are episodes in this of all the franchises You can stream them all I think Reread Kingdom Come from DC Comics And be amazed again Best <laughs> alternate universe ever mm. Seven and most importantly Go see The Hunger Games in March to witness a hell of a dystopian future. It stars the actor who played Mystique in X-Men First Class and is based on a phenomenal book...
2: Bi- <laughs> <do>,
0: <laughs> Thank you. ...book trilogy. And by the way, the, is there any future that isn't dystopian? Later days. <laughs> Adrian from Los Angeles, California. P.S. Mm. But to truly get over missing dots Who do this... Go visit your nieces and nephews and bring over the box sets and have a hoo-a-thon. <laughs> <laughs> I'd start them with Matthew Smith in the 11th hour to be less confusing. Matthew Smith?
4: Mm. I'd start Matthew them Rocks with Smith. an unearthly child. <laughs> <laughs> to screw them up completely. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: Plus it gives them more of an in since we meet Amy as a kid. You will fall in love with who all over again after all through their eyes. Unless, of course, they hate it. But you never have to see them again if that's the case. <laughs> Or you can check out old oh, podcasts of yours and others, eh? Good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Adrian. Thank,
3: Thank you, you Adrian. Adrian. Thank you. What if you don't have any nieces or nephews or anything, you're you Do like some.
4: I do and just watch them for your own sake. Mm. Good <laughs> idea. <laughs> you, you release the inner child. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he gets arrested for that. <laughs> yeah,
3: in customs.
4: <laughs> I have a letter from Will. Hello, Hello Will. Will. It's me. I'm back. Now I've said that, it sends a shiver down your, all your spines. <laughs> ha, ha ha, ha, I'm not reading ha ha 130 <laughs> times, Will. <Okay.
1: laughs> Mine is an evil laugh. Evil laugh. Evil
4: laugh. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> However, I just wanted to review Series 6 and The Doctor, The Widow and The Wardrobe. It was good.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
4: the Impossible Astronaut was quite good, funny in parts and serious in parts. But I liked it. Nine out of 10. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, now.
4: Now, now. Day of the Moon was good and a nice guest appearance from Neil Armstrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seven out of it. ten. I've just yeah. realised that one, yes. Yeah, did they give Neil Armstrong any for no, that one? I don't think they did. I don't think they did. Please give Curse of the Black Spot some life. Three out of ten. The Doctor's Wife was boring. What? Joking! <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. It was
4: great. Yeah. 1,000 out of 10. <laughs> the Rebel Flesh was okay. It could have been better, and same goes for the second part. Mm. 5 out of 10. Mm, yeah. could have been better. A, a Good better. Man Goes to War was great, but yep. Dorium's head, very blue. That's not racist! And Riversong <laughs> Song was good. 9 out of 10. Let's Kill Hitler was very funny, and Alex Kingston was great. 9 yep. and a half out of 10. Where did they lose the half? (laughs) (laughs) Night Terrors was great, and Mark Gattis really knows how to write, 9 out of 10. The Girl Who Waited was very good. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed the acting in this, 10 out of 10. Did you
1: buy a toaster?
4: (laughs) 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 Yes, how many toasters out of 10? The God Complex is very entertaining, and David Williams was good, Mm 9 out of 10. Closing Time was good, and James Calden was very good. Eight out of ten?
2: <laughs>
0: I'm Pat- sure I
4: emphasised that
0: <laughs> wrong somehow. I think Sir Patrick Stewart would disagree. Yeah. Yes, probably.
4: The wedding of Riversong was good, two. Out of ten? Well, it doesn't give the ten, but well, it's, you ten. know. My fingers are achy. The doctor <laughs> and the widow in the wardrobe was okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: mm.
4: Bye-bye, Will. Thank you Will. Thank you, thank you, Will. thank you, Will. Thank you, Will. I agree with him on some of those. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah roughly.
4: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Guest appearance by Neil Armstrong. Yes, royalty,
3: please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, so we have one here for Mr. Jack. Hello, Hello Mr. Mr. Jack. Jack. Hello. So- oh, <laughs> my friend. <that> is- <laughs> my friend said there's no way you'd read this out, so you'd better read it. Ooh. <laughs> I lost a bet, so I'm going to die. Ooh, okay. I'm mining and I know it. Blah, blah, blah. Goodbye, Mr. Jack. Um, uh, thank, you. thank you.
4: We have some very strange yeah. listeners.
3: B.S. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Why does Adam call me a rabbit? And what's the nether does that mean?
1: OK, Adam, why do you, do you call him a rabbit? rabbit? A jackrabbit. You know, like it's in America. Ah, a, a little bunny yeah, rabbit. Yes. Yeah, yeah, OK, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay.
3: The furry type. Yes. Not any other type. No, no. no.
4: Can, can we go from this <laughs> weird, realm <well>, back <laughs> into a <my> parallel wonderful <laughs> malady okay. for this show. We, we got a- <laughs>
1: Comfortably ignoring that and shuffling <laughs> sideways. I
4: mean, we're weird enough as we it is just, for us to go know. into weird realms.
1: <laughs> we have one here, here from Phil. Hello, Hello Phil. Phil. I know that other people's holiday photos can be the most tedious thing imaginable, but if you want to see some pictures of Port Merion, I have a few albums on Facebook, Facebook? Facebook. <laughs> entitled Six of One Port mericon wherein yeah. the fans of The Prisoner muck about all over the village, reenacting famous scenes from the series. The Electron Parade and Human Chess Match both occur twice over the weekend. Ooh. You can look them up or ignore them as you see fit. Mm. To make a former easier, here are some links. And he's put half a dozen links up. Mm-hmm. We will put them up. 06, 07, 020, 08. Uh, We missed it in 2009, 2010, 2011. This year's bash is at the end of March. We haven't yet tried driving down the whole way to Cardiff, but we did have fun going to Port Marion a few years ago when the engine and brakes of a quite heavy camper van failed on a steep, twisty Welsh hillside during heavy rain.
4: Certainly don't try driving to Cardiff in that van. You'll never make it alive.
1: (laughs) Be seeing you, Phil. Thank you. I saw Thank some those sure. yes. the mm-hmm. the of those on Facebook, actually, the other
3: day, and you put them up. I shall have a look. Mm. I shall have a look. Mm. Familiar places to us now.
0: Yes, yeah,
3: mm-hmm.
1: been there, done that,
0: mm-hmm. written a book about it. Yep. We have another one here from Adrian. <laughs>
4: Hello, <laughs> Adrian! Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Y'all.
0: <laughs> hey, why does BBC hate BBC America? No shirk or UK being human for BBC America. Yeah. Mm. This is triggering my PTSD from when Who used to air later in the US. Oh, well, I'll be seeing you. Adrian from CA... P.S. And Galley was like
3: $100, even if you vol- volunteered. Lame. Oh, That's a pretty good price, actually. Yeah. If you book up early, yeah. like now. this sort of now, <laughs> for next year, it's about $75, I think, yeah. which is about yeah. £50. Pounds. Mm, yeah, about that. Yeah. Which is... Compared that to the one-day event yes. they're doing, the official convention, which is £100. To begin with. Yeah. yeah. And the three-day convention, Gallifrey, sounds pretty good. Yeah.
4: And Gallifrey's really good and relaxed.
3: It is very good, convention. Uh, Quickly on to that stuff about Sherlock and what have you. Sherlock is on PBS, I believe. Mm -hmm. But the thing to remember is they're a separate entity. Mm -hmm. uh, They have to
4: buy the programmes. They do. They they, they show ITV Mm -hmm.
3: programmes as well as BBC programmes, British stuff
1: in general.
4: So they'll only buy stuff that they think mm -hmm. is going to get high enough it doesn't um, automatically viewership.
1: go over, it no. has to be... Indeed, yeah. yeah. They didn't they,
3: even have Doc 2 at one point, did
1: they? Yeah, no. yeah I know so that. They used to take um, mm-hmm.
4: EastEnders, and then the ratings were dropping on that, so they dropped it. Oh, did they? Yeah. Mm. I only know because my sister-in-law asked me to video it. Hmm? Oh! Oh, <laughs> I disinfected my recorder afterwards. <laughs> I have a letter from Sandro. Hey, hey, Hello, Sandro. Hello, Sandro. Hello there, humans. Ooh. Ooh. He's not talking to the head of Perkwe and everything yeah, else, yeah. just yeah. us. Don't I just wanted to, to say that next episode is going to be a very good episode. Oh. Oh. How do Wait. I know?
2: How?
4: Well, next episode, myself and one of the co-hosts from An Impossible Podcast... Coming soon, I'll be called mm. in a little sneak peek at that show just for mm. you and your listeners. Oh, I mm. An Impossible Podcast is a comedy podcast with myself, Sandro J.F., host of Voyages in the TARDIS, TARDISVOYAGES.WEBS.COM. <laughs> <laughs> <Lovely>. <laughs> she read it! Oh, God! And the minicast, find it on YouTube, Josh G., host of the minicast, Find it on YouTube <laughs> possibly Reese Parsons Pardon it
1: gets I'm
4: just a man plugs here. <laughs> you should all know about his four podcasts by now. Yep. Yes. Mm. And Lauren <laughs> Bur- Bur- Burridge, my good friend, host of Nothing at the moment, so look forward to that. Is there a letter in here, Sandra? (laughs) Now I've got to ask all of you a question. Okay. What did you think of the Smallville final as well as the whole show?
1: Smallville finale, mm. I've never saw it.
3: Controversy I never
4: saw
1: that. I've I never I, seen it. I've got I, to admit, I've never seen it, and I never got into Smallville, but I do you know, understand I know, do I, yeah. there is a, a slight bit of controversy how it ended. Ooh. Oh, really? Yeah. Can, I tell. can, can you spoil it? Come on. Well, well um, I'm not 100% sure, but the uh, show was running up towards Superman until he got to his suit. So it's all yeah. pre televised yeah. story, whatever is he caught and, uh, doing things with crypto yeah, I think no, I don't think he did anything with crypto, but yeah. but um I think it was li- quite literally they hardly saw any of the suit at all, which oh, they wow. were, they were I think the trailer was building it all up mm-hmm. and ah. it was going to be a spectacular whole mm-hmm. episode with him in the suit mm-hmm.
0: and 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 he it's, so, basically it was hiding to nothing
4: yeah, and yeah.
1: so le- less than so on like mm-hmm. ten minutes oh, so, right. dear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Sandro's seen all of season four and five on TV with with his dad, even though I missed a lot of episodes, as well as quite a few episodes from season ten. Cool, it went on long enough.
1: It did, it did. I'm currently
4: finishing off the first season after my uncle telling me to watch all of the show so much that I had to. I think The Smallville is a great show, and my thoughts on the final are, I miss Lana! (laughs) Anyway... What do you think? Yeah. We haven't seen it very much.
3: No. What channel was it on
4: here? It's one of the, the mm. commercial ones. Four. Yeah, I think it's you know, Channel oh, 4 adverts. Eh? Yeah. yeah. Recently I've been reading through the brilliant book of who 2011. Someone's <laughs> yeah. just gone da. I apologize for that interruption from someone's tablet. <laughs> And have learnt a whole lot of stuff about Karen Gillen. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Do tell. Old <laughs> Presidente's ears pick up. The most surprising <laughs> and is. strange thing, that's not the only <laughs> thing, is the most surprising and strange thing being the fact that she loves bagpipes. She's Scottish, she's genetically <laughs> built in.
0: Well, when you say she loves bagpipes <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah.
4: <laughs> oh Gives and Matt Smith... <laughs> and Matt Smith has girls allowed on his iPod with over ten thousand plays. I don't know what's <laughs>
3: With that. I find that hard to believe. Mm.
4: <laughs> yeah, I find that. Still don't like Rory, though. I don't like this person. I've <laughs> not much of this person. <laughs> Rory's
3: okay. Arthur, is...
4: <laughs> <laughs> Arthur as a person is okay, but I just don't like Rory as a character. Yes, that spelling was intended. It's right, it's misspelt character, so just in case... We... You don't really like watching any of the Tom Baker that has Harry Sullivan in, because basically Rory is Harry Sullivan for this... Kind of decade mm, but without,
0: without a duffel coat
4: Without a duffel coat Now clue. Last episode you talked about Who and Star Trek getting put together Yes What's this about? Is it a movie or a book? I have no oh, idea we... Hang on, let me finish the line <laughs> Is it a movie or a book? <laughs> I have no idea where this came up So please, please, please help me Okay
1: Go over to IDW uh, website. They're a comic book, a graphic novel. They have rights to various um, film properties, Mm. such as um, 48 Days... No, not 48 Days Later. um, 40 Days of Night, the the vampire one. uh, The um, Transformers, the film versions. And G.I. Joe. Ghostbusters Ghostbusters mm. they also have the rights they currently hold the rights to the Star Trek comic strip mm-hmm. and the American Doctor Who comic strip yes and as they own those both both those rights they are doing a one-shot short series of mm-hmm. basically the doctor aboard the next gen uh, enterprise mm. Yep,
4: And I take it for everyone who does driving at the moment doesn't have a pen and paper, there's a link to this at the Staggering Stories website. There will be. There will be. Or there will be. Just
1: Google it, IDW. Yeah, I You'll
4: think find w-
3: it.
1: But, was uh, there a, link on, a link. link on the last uh, show notes? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I think there
4: was. Yep, sir. so there yeah. might be a link there. I think I've rambled on, so I'll. No, wait, one more thing. <laughs> Those of you who listen to my Doctor Who podcast, Voyages in the TARDIS, <laughs> second plug, plug I'm plug, doing well today. Plug. I have to say sorry. Why? The next episode is going to be a week late due to myself rage quitting the recording process of the show. Oh. Mm. So, sorry. Mm. Anyway, I'll let you go. Oh, and please let me know how many pages this has been. It's been one and a bit. Bow ties are cool. Sandro, check out my Doctor Who podcast, <laughs> Voyages in the Tardis. Yes, three plugs in one email. That's great. Plug, plug, plug. Plug, 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 plug. plug, plug. plug, plug. I might check out his podcast. I I think think he does a
3: podcast. Maybe, (laughs) maybe. Is it part of DWPA? I don't
1: know. Well, I have to find out. I have one here from Ian
4: Kirk. Hello, Captain.
1: That's a bold name. Mm. Hello, Ian. Hello, Hello, Ian. Kirk.
4: Uh, It
1: finishes off, I started with Andre's, which was a huge letter. I'm now going to finish with Ian's, which is also a huge letter. Really? Go on. Yes, yes. Things in five words. The pond floats his boat. What is this thing? <laughs> Rory. Yes, that's one answer. There's also another answer. There. <laughs> uh, I don't know who you could mean. Certain
0: willowy Scottish.
1: Um mm. El Presidente <laughs> I will accept either Rory Williams or Adam J. Purcell as an answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for me, thank you. Yes. <laughs> thank you, Ian. <laughs>
4: Do you think you're getting a reputation,
1: (laughs) Mr Purcell? Maybe, maybe.
4: Shall we phrase that? Do you think you've got Got a a reputation, (laughs) Mr Purcell?
3: Yeah. Mm. In Andre's one, he he mentions meeting Caitlin Blackwood. He (laughs) plays little Amelia. Yeah. And telling her about my dressing up oh, <laughs> As no. really last year oh no,
4: no <laughs> oh i no, hope no, someone no, had no. some photographs
3: <laughs> i don't know he calls me a 45 year old in their mid 40s oh that hurts ah. dear, dear. Oh, dear. not yeah. even 38
4: yet <laughs> <laughs> any more for any more
3: okay we have one here from mr m
4: hello mr m
3: hello mr Um, Hello team, it's Mr M back again, and this time talking about Being Human Series 4 of Being Human. (laughs) Do
4: you know I've hardly seen any of that yet this season? Neither have I. I've
1: I've been catching up on YouTube. I thought we were doing it tonight, so I stayed up to about 12.30 watching
5: two
3: episodes.
1: (laughs) We should cover it next time, shouldn't we?
4: Back to the plot. Yeah,
1: in
3: this series, the stakes Well, certainly high, and the first episode begins with a further cast member missing. Mm. Yes, Nina is dead. Now, I'm very upset about this. (laughs) I love Sinead Keenan, and I have entered a state of post-Nina depression. Oh, no! Apparently she's left to do some other BBC shows. Hopefully I'll see her again in that.
4: She can always come back as a ghost. (laughs) Mm.
3: Can she? Well... Um, mm. No, nah, maybe not. Depends if you believe the latest yeah, character. Yeah. But anyway, with Nina's death, George has become rather uh, moody as of late and just sort of sits there holding a steak. Or should that be steak? He spelt it. Steak is in a bit of meat and then a steak we, we, we know. We mm-hmm. understand. Anyway, uh, <laughs> looking after little baby Splodge. Aww. And the when the baby ends up being captured, George forces himself into a transformation. Now, listeners of the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast might remember the Force Transformation thingy was mentioned in an interview with Toby Whithouse. And he also said someone would die early in the series. Mm. Wow. It's almost like he writes the thing. (laughs) (laughs) And with George passing over, Thomas McNair returns to fill the werewolf-shaped hole in the show. Episode 2 brings with it it, a new werewolf-vampire-ghost trio. When it became obvious Leo was going to die, I jumped to the hefty conclusion that Annie would somehow leave in that episode and we'd have an entirely new trio of characters, but I was wrong. Episode 3 saw Mark Williams' character, who I think was called Regis, return. Of the three I have seen so far, this has been my favourite. The cafe scenes were hilarious and the shopping made me giggle. Yeah. But the one line that stole the show was, and then we're going to have sex. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So being human lives on in its almost entirely new incarnation, and we have a brand new vampire to come with it, Hal. I like Hal a lot. I have obsessive-compulsive disorder, or OCD, and watching Hal's formulaic life made me laugh how similar I am to him, minus the ripping out of throats, etc. <laughs> I should hope so. (laughs) One thing about this series, though, I feel sorry for any newcomers to the show. I only started watching Being Human last year, and the first episode was a very good starting place with Mitchell saving Annie from hell. Much of his life and the concepts of ghosts plus the werewolf transformation explained it all there very quickly. But if I had started with this episode, I would have been lost, not knowing who the main players, both good and bad, are. But enough. There are more things to be done, like podcast awards. Mr. M. <laughs> Talking of which, he sent through another email.
2: Oh.
3: Hello, Staggerers 1. I think it's meant to be an exclamation mark. Ah. Right. <laughs> it's now almost March. Yes. And time is running out to vote for the Mr. M Podcast Awards. Voting closes on March 31st. The good old podcats is nominated for <laughs> the following categories. Bets, female Podcaster, <laughs> <laughs> Fate, Keith and Gene Riddler. Oh, Best male podcast, Adam J Purcell and Real Keith.
4: You know he's only done that so they could have a cat fight on air. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, fight you for it.
3: Fight, 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 fight. 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 (laughs) And best podcast. Plus, you can also vote for an individual episode in Best Edition of a Podcast Award. A full list of nominees and categories will be included in the comments section of Staggering Stories Podcast 127. Right. Mm. Will they? I suppose they can. (laughs) (laughs) To vote, simply email me at branson.simpsons at tiscali.co.uk. And if you do, your name will be put into a metaphorical hat (laughs) to win a copy of Doctor Who. TM Traveller's Almanac, free of charge. Ooh! That's off. Or now, keep voting! Mr. M, thank you. Thank you Mr. Mr. M. M. P.S. Oh, so I haven't done this in a while. Next time there'll be hundreds of P.S. P.P.P.P.S. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Great, right. and we have a bit of audio feedback.
2: Ooh, Naya's
3: big boy
5: from Naya. Oh, hello, hello Naya. Naya. Hello, Staggering Naya. hello, Staggering Stories team, and your assorted plastic minions calling <Raj families laughs> <sollte> in with quick feedback on one two six. uh... Most of all, I just wanted to say that you're real company while I'm doing chores, especially (laughs) when I'm doing chores I don't want to do. You're very cheerful to have talking in the background, and even more, especially when I'm doing chores I don't want to do instead of being at galley. Oh. So it was actually extremely lovely to hear about other people having nice trips. And I'm so glad you actually had that clip of Brian Blessed singing opera because I would not have believed you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got good voice. Also, we don't have just a minute here. Kind of oh, really? surprising, oh, considering really? the way we rip off every other format we can get from your TV that we think we can get away with. Right, idea, right, It's a fiendish it's game. A Obviously, I stink at it, uh, <laughs> but uh, it was a lot of fun to hear you guys playing it. Other than that, I'm trying to think of any other news that would be worth your time playing. Uh, It does look... One thing that would be of interest to fellow Americans, it looks like Big Finish is now taking PayPal payments. I don't know if that's a big issue over there, but here... There was a whole separate sign-in if you wanted to use a credit card, and then if you buy a lot, like, oh, say, a CD subscription for a full year, Mm -hmm. at least my credit card company would turn around and say, oh, that must be fraudulent because it's overseas. Uh, So uh, the fact that Big Finish now takes PayPal makes it very, very easy to buy things from Big Finish, and that's worth fans of Doctor Who and Jago of Lightfoot and Dark Shadows and all their other lines mm. to know. Yeah, right? yeah. So that's my bit of news for the day. Thank, mm. you. thank you. Have a wonderful time, and I'll see you again in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.
3: Mm, thank you now. Yes, no, I hadn't, hadn't thought about it, but yeah, last couple of times I bought stuff. I, I bought the uh, four seasons of McGann. Yeah. They're on sale recently, and you do have the option for PayPal, but they charge you a bit extra. Yeah. Uh, so I went for credit card, but... Yeah. Uh, Oh, I have the options.
4: So. I must admit, I quite like PayPal sometimes, especially because I sell bits on eBay. Yeah. So mm. I build up a bit of a buffer into the PayPal account.
3: I try. I tend to use it normally if there's the option to use a yeah. credit card or PayPal, because you don't have to type all your credit card details. That's yeah. it. It's yeah. having
4: that kind of like safety gap between you and your mm. bank account and the purchase uh, just yeah. easier.
3: Just type yeah. the password in. There you go. You don't have to type the entire number and the... Uh,
4: Everything. Yeah. Your life story, your inside leg measurement.
3: Yeah. She <laughs> <laughs> <Which> reminds
2: me.
3: <laughs> I'm worried now.
0: Anyway, dear listeners, if you have any comments, gripes, grumbles, or even some constructive feedback, please Hello. send it to show
3: at staggering
4: dot Net. Woohoo. <laughs> Do not add the woohoo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Ah. But never fear, in the next one there'll be more of the same. More fun frivolity and jollity. More mm-hmm. news and reviews. More who old and new. Ooh. So until that... What, what letter can I use? C. <laughs> C. So until that cataclysmic combo of chaos and confusion cascades down upon us... This is me, Crumbly, saying, pissing
1: you." <laughs> Goodbye. Au revoir. Mana mana. To na bit Manamana, Manamana,
3: You have been listening to Stagmye Stories podcast, series one, number one hundred and twenty-seven, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Gene Riddler, and Keith Darn. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and may not represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended. This podcast is now Presidente production of
4: Mm-hmm. It helps if I turn it on, doesn't it? Ah. <laughs> Hello, darling. I Hello. I like to see you. Win <laughs> is now
1: your spoken range. for. <laughs> Win is now spoken for. You can't do that anymore.
4: Yes, I okay. can. Mm.
1: <laughs> Joe will have something to say. <laughs> Probably Sasquatch.
4: This man has the most complicated logon <laughs> WAP key in the world.
1: And it changes
4: every week. <laughs> and I'm still not sure, even with it written down. <laughs> <laughs> How can someone have a WAP key that's like over a hundred letters
1: long? And full stops, don't forget the full oh, stops. Did
4: I did ask for the commas in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bullocks! <laughs> Zoom oh. it in. Yeah, good. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> do the finger do unpinch. The, uh, apparently, I can give it the finger. Oh,
2: right.
0: Why I would dream about a Vorlon in, in my local chippy <laughs> ordering five rounds of cotton
1: chips. Did he walk out giggling? I said, you know, the containment's mm. shaking. As <laughs> yeah. I'm
4: going to say, at least it's better than having Elvis work down your chips. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be a bit mundane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just turning my tablet on (laughs) so that Adam can put the code in. Now going to a thousand letters long.
1: And full stops, comma, Mm. and punctuation. Don't forget
4: those. And capital letters. And capital letters. Dear burglar, if ever you're coming into this house, don't bother to steal any (laughs) of the audio equipment, etc. You'll never get past the firewalls. (laughs) Yay! I'm, I'm interneted. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <God. laughs> now we've done all the news and reviews, and I
1: took yeah, after the it's done, now, now you can turn it off.
0: Halfway up the stairs <laughs> is a stair where I right stop. There isn't any <gasps> other stair quite right. like right. it. I can't. It's I'm in control, but I'm in control
1: the toe no drums. <laughs>
0: but this is the stair where I always stop.
4: Sorry. See. El Presidente interrupting us. Presidente, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Don't flog me. <laughs> <laughs> Doom. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll get a bloody down so you can cut this out.
1: <laughs> or, better still, put it at the outtakes. No, no,
4: no. Oh, Sticky, look, cold.
1: green gungy stuff, sponge. <laughs> sponge. She's an alien! It's Queen! Queen, I tell green. you! <laughs> Sorry. I'm <laughs> getting a look. <laughs> oh, I got the sigh as well. <laughs> <laughs>